what's up what's up what's up it's your boy ran that man for the ran that man sports podcast episode number two coming at you live from detroit baby let me ask you guys something are you tired of your team losing over and over and over and over again well i am here to help you out i am willing to become the new gm of your detroit lions or detroit Pistons team all right i'm willing to do that for y'all all i need y'all to do is hit martha stewart i'm i'm tripping i mean martha ford on the hip let her know that ran that man is willing to take over that team and change y'all futures man change it from from dark gloomy shade to bright sunny days. Okay? Now, uh, uh, on another note, I'm on a uh, phone with a friend of mine the other day, and uh, he had the nerve, he had the audacity to call me a bandwagon fan. Okay? He said, I, I, I'm not a ride or die. And uh, I don't know where we riding to. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, you're dying. <laughs> you definitely ain't riding. You ain't been riding for 30 years, man. You, you ain't been nowhere. You ain't won nothing. Uh, let, let me help y'all out. So, so y'all get to know me. Okay. Uh, I'm what you call a realist. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm a realistic person. I like to deal in facts. The facts is you haven't won a, a playoff game in what, 30 years. I ain't even looking at no notes or nothing. I'm going off the hip. You don't win. Let's let's put it there, okay? It, it's not happening. And I'm the type of person who will hold accountable who should be held accountable for that. The people in charge have not been doing their job, okay? It's just that simple. I can't ride with you if you ain't doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? If you don't care about the people and people putting stuff in your ear to tell you to make the right move and you still do what you want to do, I can't ride with you. Okay? I I love them. I'm a fan. That's why I'm trying to become the GM so I can change all that. Okay? Whenever you keep Matt Millen as your GM and he's losing and then you give him extension, I'm sorry, that that makes no sense. No other team would do that. Only the Detroit Lions. We do everything backwards. We are always reactive instead of proactive. And it's just getting old. But anyway, let me move on to what this podcast is supposed to be. We're going to go over the last 10 years of the Lions, the draft, a couple of picks they made, and what I would have done differently. And, you know, my thoughts on a lot of things. Now, in 2010, the Lions went 6-10. and 10. They drafted in the first round. They had the number two pick, and they took Nadamakan Sue with that pick. And then I think they moved up to get the 30th pick and took Javit Best. Now, the Dominican Sue was the obvious pick in that draft, and I ain't mad at that. I would have took the same pick. I like the Sam Bradford. Honestly, we had Stafford, plus I knew we wasn't going to be able to get him because I knew he was going to be the first pick. 
So I'm not going to fault them on the Sue pick. Now, for the Java best pick, I will fault them because he had known concussion issues in college. He was a smaller back. I kind of call him a scat back. When I say scat back, I mean like smaller backs that are good for uh, catching out of the backfield. Uh, they can't really bear a heavy load, you know, 20, 30 carries a game type. No one really carries it like that, but they wouldn't be able to do it. And for you to move up to take him, I just didn't think that was a smart move. I think he was a good running back. I just went and took that move and did that. Who I liked it in that draft was Patrick Peter, uh, not Patrick Peters, Patrick Robinson. Yeah, the cornerback, I think he went to the Saints. He looked at he was like one of the top two or three corners in that draft. And that's who I would have took with that second pick if I would have moved up in that draft. Or Dexter McCluster, I think he went to the Chiefs. He was a running back. Now, he's a scat back, kind of, but it really wasn't a great class for that that I saw. I That's why I said I probably took Patrick Robinson above him over Dexter McCluster, but that would have been my next choice only because he didn't have any um, medical issues at the time in that draft. Next was the 2011 draft. That year, the Lions went 10 and 6 and made it to the playoffs. Yay! They uh played the New Orleans Saints. Now that was the year I did I was happy for the Lions. I thought we were going I ain't going to say I thought we were going to beat the Saints, but that's the only year that I thought they had a chance. All them other years they played the playoffs, I knew they were going to lose. It was no, I'm not a fool. They were going to lose. Now, back to the draft. What did we take? Okay, we took Nick Fairley with the 13th pick. Well, it wasn't a horrible pick. Nick Fairley was a, a great uh, defensive tackle. Nah, you take Titus Young at 44. This dude had all type of mental issues, and this was documented. I don't take that second round pick and take a chance on a player like that. In that that year, I didn't recall us needing um, um, anything drastic, maybe an offensive lineman or taking the best player available. Now, Nick Fairley, like I said, was not a horrible choice. Now, they took Mikael LaShore as a running back with the 57th pick that year. I think he had a lot of wear and tear, and I wouldn't have took him. Honestly, I would have just had to hold off or pick up a running back through free agency. Now, my choices would have been for the 13th pick, I would have took Mike Pouncey. He's a center. Being that Rayola and I think we had Jeff Backus at the time were getting up in age. Mike Pouncey was the best available player to me at that pick. And you could have used the offensive lineman at that time. Now, with the 44th pick, this I might have made a mistake on. I can live with that. I liked it, Ryan Mallett. He was the quarterback at Michigan. He ended up going to Arkansas, and he balled out in Arkansas. He had a great arm. He looked like he could run an offense. Now, what I did not know was they started talking about he was a headache. You know, he uh, he just was a problem. 
And at that, because I was wondering why no one wanted to take him and he didn't get took to the third round. Now, I was, I think, a pretty big quarterback draft that year, but I did like him. You know what I'm saying? I think he would have been a decent quarterback. Now, looking back, I still don't know because he really never got a great opportunity to prove himself. And that's one thing I will say. You got to kind of be careful on sometimes uh, calling players bust or to that degree or not good players. Because a lot of these guys, if you're not, especially a quarterback, if you're not a high draft pick, you really don't get the opportunity as a first round pick. You know, you don't have two to three years to get it together. If you're a fifth round pick, you're lucky to make the team and you really don't get that opportunity like that unless you just super excel or somebody gets hurt or something like that. So I'm going to have to take the L on that. I don't know if he was good or bad. Honestly, to me, I don't think he got an opportunity, but I'll just take that L and roll with it, okay? And with that other pick, I would have took Justin Houston, who was a uh, linebacker, and he panned out to be pretty good. And now that, I I will take credit on that because I think he that's who I would have took with that pick in that draft. Next is the 2012 draft. The Lions had a pretty bad year that year. They went uh, 4-12. and We had the 23rd pick in the first round, and we took Riley Reef. Riley Reef was not a bad choice. I think in that draft, we did have the opportunity to take the first offensive lineman. He was the Lions' choice, and I can live with that because I probably would have took him too at that spot. Now, what didn't make sense, and I was very heated, they took Ryan Broyles. I think he played for Oklahoma with the second-round pick. He was injured at the time you took him, and I think it was a leg injury. He's a wide receiver. Come on, bro. Like, not to say he couldn't come back from that, but it was other players that you could have took where you wouldn't have had to take that chance. And at the time, you weren't the greatest of teams. Like, you're not that type of team where you can take risks like that. You didn't, you're not built like that right now. So that was a horrific pick. I wouldn't have done it. It was terrible. Not in the second round. I liked it, Levante David. Now, I think that year we did have linebackers. But at that point, sometimes you just take the best available player and hey, if he outplays who you got, then now you got somebody you can trade and get draft picks for or whatever. But I would have just took – I'm a big believer in taking the best available player unless you are super stacked with them. But like I said, they need to be trade bait. I did like Russell Wilson and came out in that draft. I wouldn't have took him, to be honest, because we had Stafford. And Stafford wasn't um, proven at that time if he was good or bad. And I just wouldn't have did it, but I did look at Russell and I did like him in that draft. I also liked it Brandon Taylor. Now, I don't know if he would have been a miss or not. Like I said, I would have took Levante David, but I did look at him as well. Now, in 2013, we went 7-9. and nine. We had the 
first round pick at number five and the second round pick at number 36. With the first round pick, we took Ziggy Ansah, which I did like. I would have took him if I had the staff in place that I wanted. Honestly, I have no faith in the Lions staff to develop talent. He was more of a raw talent, and he did pan out good for the Lions. I just don't have the faith in them. When you're taking raw talent, for some reason, they just don't seem like they developed them right. But I would have had to take him at that pick. It was the right pick, and I give him credit for taking him. Now, in the second round, it took Darius Slay. He was the right. He was. He turned out to be a great pick. So I give him credit for those two picks in that draft. Now I may have made a mistake on that because I think I would have took Giovanni Bernard, the running back. Uh, I think he went to the Bengals. And once again, I don't know if he got a fair shake as well. I think I'm not a hundred percent, but he could have been hurt maybe that first year or something like that. But anyway, I know they ended up drafting Jeremy Hill either the next year or the year after that. And I don't think he had a bad season before Jeremy Hill got there. I think Jeremy Hill was just the best available player when they drafted him. And they got caught with two running backs. And maybe he did play out, outplay um, Giovanni Bernard. But I still would have may have took him over Slay, so that could have been a mistake on my part. I, At that point in time, they didn't have any running backs on the Lions' depth chart, so he would have been playing, and we would have seen how good he really is playing for the Lions. Now, in 2014, the Lions went 11-5 and and made it to the playoffs again, baby. Uh, that's the year they went to Dallas and got hosed by the Cowboys. Now, I have to retract something I said earlier. The playoff game, they went to the Saints. I was hopeful. I didn't think they'd win, but I was hopeful. This was probably their best opportunity to actually win a playoff game. And I will give them credit because they did get hosed in that game. Nevertheless, let's look at the draft that they had that year. They had the 10th pick. In the, in the first round and the 40th pick in the second round. This draft, it just pissed me off, man. You do not, you do not take a tight end with a top 10 pick when you have a gang of other needs. And he was, he was, he, Eric Ebron had speed, but it was, he had catch issues. It's just so much on this one. Uh, <laughs> you were in the process of losing the, Gam- the Dominican Sue. Everybody knew he wasn't coming back. Well, I'll take, I'll take that back. I knew he wasn't coming back. He didn't want to be here. It was quite obvious. Being that you're not sure he's coming back and you have Aaron Donald out there and you pass on him for a tight end. What are you doing? Like, this is ridiculous. This is common sense drafting. It made no sense at all. Like, no sense at all. 
You just do not take a tight end that high. And yet again, they did it again in the future. But we'll talk about that later. I definitely would have took Aaron Donald with this pick. I think half of the world would have took Aaron Donald with this pick. And this just shows the thought process that a lot of these GMs have. They 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 overthink things. They try to be the smartest guy in the room instead of just making the obvious pick. And it burns me up. Now, with the second round pick, they took Cal Van Noy. I didn't like that pick at all. Now, I guess I could have been wrong with that pick because once again, he leaves here and goes to the Patriots and wins rings, becomes one of their better linebackers. That right there goes to show, and it told me, reconfirmed my thought that they just not good at developing talent. So I'm not going to say they got that pick wrong. I'll just give them a neutral on that one because they messed them up being here. This Now, I would have took Jordan Matthews, uh, wide receiver, or Bishop Sankey. Now, Bishop Sankey, I guess I would have took an L on. He looked it good in college. He didn't pan out. I think he was in Tennessee. He didn't pan out. So, I think I would have took Matthews first. If he wasn't there, probably Sankey. Matthews, he had an all right career. I think he kind of got limited with injuries and where he was playing at. If he was here, I think he probably done better. But, you know, that one, mm, that's a neutral too. Like, I think he would have panned out to be okay here. The biggest problem was the Eric Ebron pick. And you know what's crazy? He leaves here and goes and balls out with the Colts. <laughs> it, it's just it's just funny, man. With the Lions, this always happens. And if you're not here, you probably will understand it, but it's crazy. This is just what happens with this team. Anyway, on the next podcast, I'll be giving you 2015 to 2018 or the present. Uh, so check that out. In the meantime, be safe. They fly. I'm out. Peace.